Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first Fluently Forward podcast episode. I want to put out a couple like 20 minute episodes every month, just kind of doing a deeper dive into my TikToks. Um, so this could be anything celebrity related, maybe like each episode will just be focusing on like one or two celebrity deep dives on blind items and other gossip that I've heard. Maybe it will be hot takes on pop culture. I really want to do an episode kind of breaking down my thoughts on the call her daddy podcast and the dynamic between the two girls. Um, I really, really want to do an episode on the love triangle between Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber, because There is so much, so much to unpack there, but what I want to talk about today is probably my greatest, greatest love of a celebrity conspiracy theory, which is that Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss dated. Now, I've made a couple of different TikToks about this before, and I was thinking about, like, how do I put this into podcast form? Do I kind of take you through, like, when Taylor and Carly first met to when they broke up? Do I explain to people that they're even friends? And... What I'm going to do for this is basically just throw different pieces of evidence at you from this conspiracy theory, because I think if you don't know who Taylor Swift is and you don't know who Carly Kloss is and you don't know that they were even friends, it's going to be way too much of catch up. So consider this like a 301 episode for those who know that Taylor and Carly were friends. They think that maybe they might have dated or you're already on the conspiracy train like me and you just want some more evidence to beef up this theory. So if you think that they didn't date, this probably isn't the episode for you. And if you don't know who they are, once again, probably not the episode. So the very first thing that got me interested in this conspiracy theory before I even knew that like other people on the internet were also talking about this was the theme without Taylor Swift's songs. So a lot of Taylor Swift's songs are all about this concept of like forbidden love. Nobody approves of my love. Um, society doesn't like my love. I need to hide my love. People can't find out about my love because if they did, then I would lose my love. And you see this in so many different songs that she writes. Um, you know, you have off of the fearless album love story where she's saying my parents disagree with this love. You have, I know places from the 1989 album where she's saying, you know, they are the hunters. We are the foxes, but we can run. And I know places that we can hide. We have songs like cruel summer from the lover album where she's saying I'm drunk in the back of the car and I'm crying because I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you. Or she's saying that um, people can't find out about us, but we're dancing with our hands tied or this love is delicate. And is it too soon to do all of this? And basically all of these concepts and a lot of people go, sure, of course, she's singing about that because she's a public figure and she doesn't want paparazzi to come after her relationship. She doesn't want people online to find out about it and give her all this grief. Sure, that's an idea you could have. It's wrong (laughs) because here's what I think. That sounds valid. But then you also think every single other singer who's famous is also going through that. You know, Beyonce, Prince, the Beatles, uh, Ariana Grande, they're all celebrities who don't want the media and people online to find out about their relationship and give them grief over it. But none of them are writing all of these songs about this forbidden love theme that Taylor Swift keeps writing. So I just found that very interesting. And I also think Taylor Swift is smart. If all of those songs actually were about the paparazzi hiding her, you know, hounding her relationship and her having to hide from the paparazzi and the media, she's a smart girl. She's very, very smart. She knows that that concept is completely unrelatable for just about everyone. So she wouldn't make 15 songs about the paparazzi trying to find out what's going on in her relationship. 
but she would probably write 15 songs about society not approving of her relationship. Because I think that's so relatable to people. Maybe it's because you're dating someone who is the same gender as you, or you're dating someone who's from a different culture than you, or a different age than you, and um, you know society's looking down on it. And I think that that's a lot more relatable than these songs allegedly being about trying to hide from the paparazzi. Okay, so now I'm just going to get into like fun little evidence pieces I'm going to throw at you. The first one is a rebuttal to when people say, well, Taylor couldn't have dated Carly. Taylor was dating Calvin Harris at the time. First of all, I fully believe in PR relationships in Hollywood. Um, And I do think that people beard. If you don't know what bearding is, it's when a, well, typically, when a typically gay celebrity will date someone uh, for publicity in a heterosexual way, and then that person will be bearding for them and making it look like they are straight when they're not. So keep this in mind. Another thing that I want to include is the fact that celebrities have people sign NDAs all the time. Like if you're about to hook up with a celebrity, you're probably going to have to sign an NDA. And celebrities that get into relationships with each other, whether it's for PR or for real, there's usually some form of NDA that's being signed saying, you know, we can't say certain things about each other after the breakup or we can't reveal certain intimate and private details, things like that. So let's just keep that in mind. So in 2018, Calvin Harris puts out these very three weird tweets after him and Taylor break up. So these are the tweets. His first tweet. He says, last year, I grew a big old beard in order to be taken seriously by the Grammys as a producer. It worked to an extent. My producer of the year nomination came through and I was happy the beard was performing as well as I had hoped. Right off the bat, that to me is very, very, very suspicious. Maybe Calvin's a weird guy. Maybe he was just talking about how like an image can get you a nomination, but also maybe not. So here's the second tweet. He goes, but unfortunately, this weekend, I learned that even a new beard has its limitations. On Sunday, I lost out to the incredible Greg Kurtzton. A big old beard can only take you so far. An important lesson that I am happy to pass forward to all of you good people. And then his last tweet says, now my beard is gone, the experiment completed, and I can move forward with 2018. God bless and thank you for your support. So read that how you will. I find it a big, big, big piece of evidence in the theory. Let's talk about something else that points to this theory. It's the fact that Carly Kloss had a room in Taylor Swift's apartment in New York City, which by the way, Carly also had an apartment in New York City. So I really find no feasible reason for why two millionaire celebrities would be staying over at each other's house so much that one millionaire would have a bedroom specifically for the other millionaire when they both live in the West Village. I live in the West Village. It takes me about 10 minutes to walk anywhere. Anyway, so Taylor Swift talked about this when she was interviewed in Rolling Stone, and she said that, uh, you know, it says, quote, Swift leads the way into one of her four guest bedrooms. Quote, this is where Carly usually stays, she said. There's a basket of Kloss's favorite Whole Foods treats next to the bed and multiple photos of her on the walls. Hmm, interesting. Very, very interesting. Now, some articles have actually said that this whole house situation is one of the reasons why they stopped being friends, is that Carly allegedly was inviting people over to Taylor's apartment without her permission or without Taylor Swift being there. So that's something to consider. I think that their friendship ended for a completely different reason, but that's just something I've seen in different articles. 
Let's talk about another piece of evidence called Burma. So anyone who's part of this conspiracy theory probably knows about something called Kissgate, which is that Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss were really close friends. They had posed on Vogue together. Everyone was like, they're the best of friends. Then they go to this 1975 concert and they're dancing along to the concert up on a balcony and a fan below takes a video of them and it's a little bit grainy, but it looks like Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss make out in the video. The video gets posted on Twitter, it goes viral overnight, Kissgate becomes a thing, and the two stop hanging out as much ever since that happened. So that happened in December 2014. Then, in January of 2014, Carly Kloss posts something on Instagram to make it look like she's in Burma on vacation with her boyfriend at the time right? So she geotags it, Burma, with the location, acting like she's there. And then the next day, she's photographed in New York City with Taylor. So basically, it's confirmed that she put out a fake Instagram a month after this whole Kissgate thing to make it look like she was on vacation on a foreign land with her husband, or sorry, boyfriend at the time. But really, she was in New York with Taylor Swift and just doing obvious damage control about the whole kissing video. So I found that very, very suspicious. Also, for anyone who listens to Taylor Swift's songs um, off of the Reputation album, the song Dancing With Our Hands Tied is rumored to be about this whole Kissgate event at the 1975 concert. I'm just going to read you some lyrics. To me, it sounds like it adds up perfectly. Um, it starts off with, I, I loved you in secret. There we go. First sight, we love without reason. 25 years old, how are you to know? Okay, there we go. You said that there was nothing in the world that could stop it. I had a bad feeling, but you turned my bed into a sacred oasis. People started talking, putting us through our paces. I mean, to me, to me, like once you are part of this conspiracy theory, you just kind of listen to all Taylor Swift songs differently. To me, I listen to that lyric and I'm just like, yeah, they were together. Carly said that they could come out. Taylor said that they couldn't, you know, but we had the bed of the secret oasis. Was it in your guest bedroom in my apartment? Or maybe it was in the master. I'm going to say it was in the master. Then there's another line too. I loved you in spite of deep fears that the world would divide us. And they're dancing with their hands tied. You look at the video from the 1975 concert. They are dancing with their hands together. Let's also, sorry too that I'm like jumping around from place to place. I probably should have put all of this in a Word document, but I just, you know, whatever. I just wanted to talk about it. So another piece of evidence that I think is suspicious is that now that they're not friends or, you know, I would say exes, we have some interesting petty things that have happened in the most recent couple of years. So Carly had a baby with Josh Kushner and the baby announcement was announced on Instagram on March 15th, which was the night of the Grammys when Taylor was getting an award. But we found out later that the baby was born a few days before that, on March 11th. But they waited until the 15th, during the hour of the Grammys, to post about their baby when Taylor was getting her award. And there was actually a blind item on Crazy Days and Nights saying that this was done on purpose. So think of that however you want to. Here's another thing that was suspicious. Um, Taylor Swift sat front row with Carly Kloss at an Oscar de la Renta fashion show back in 2015. And they were kind of being interviewed. And here's a quote. It says, Swift, giggly, in the front row with Kloss, declined to comment on her presence at the show, though it's hard to imagine she could have said anything remotely controversial considering the occasion. Quote, my publicist would get mad at me, she said. So that's also something weird. Like, why would your publicist get mad about you saying why you're at the show with Carly if there's nothing, a little rainbow going on? 
I want to talk a little bit too about the road trip that Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift went on to Big Sur. I think that there's people who know this conspiracy, know that this road trip is a big part of it. So Taylor Swift, Carly Kloss, they did a road trip to Big Sur. It was the cutest thing ever. Very, very couple pictures, kissing each other on the cheek, putting flowers in each other's hair, whatever. And there's a lot of lyrics that I think reference this trip. So in the song um, Don't Blame Me off of the Reputation album, I made a TikTok about this, but there's a lot. So there's a picture of Carly misspelling Taylor's name on the sand. She spells it T-A-Y-L-R on the beach in the sand. And there's a lyric in that song that says, my name is whatever you decide. And then there's also a lot of references in the song to daisies. You know, I once was poison ivy, but now I'm your daisy. And there's pictures of daisies all throughout the trip in each other's hair, behind Carly's ear, on the dashboard of the car that they're driving. Lots of daisies. And then also in the verse, she sings trip of my life. You know, she sings it better than that. But that's one of the captions that Carly posts in her pictures about Big Sur. Also, in the Vogue interview where they interview Taylor Swift with like 74 questions, somebody asks her, oh, I need a romantic place to go to take my wife for our anniversary. Where do you suggest? And Taylor says, Big Sur. Speaking of suspicious song lyrics, let's talk about the lyric in the song Dress off of the Reputation album where Taylor Swift literally sings, wear you like a necklace. To me, this was so obvious, and it's almost at the point where if Taylor Swift did not hook up with a girl, I'm going to say that it's queer baiting, because wear you like a necklace, that's a term for a girl eating another girl out. Like, it's, it's a gay term. It's just wear you like a necklace. Like, I don't know. How else is she going to wear a guy like a necklace? Whatever. Now, this is the part where I kind of wish that this podcast was a video because there's so much like visual evidence to represent this too, but I'm just going to paint a word picture and hope that it does it justice. Ruby Rose posted a picture in 2018 and it is of Ruby Rose. It's of Haley Kiyoko and Morgan Bu, I think. I think that's how you pronounce her last name and Taylor Swift. Now, the three girls are all out as proud lesbians except Taylor Swift, and the original caption was, quote, everyone in this photo is happy, even if it doesn't look like it. And then she changed the caption. People are thinking maybe it's because you know how gay means happy, so everyone in this photo is happy, even if it doesn't look like it, could mean everyone in this photo is gay, even if it doesn't look like it. But then she changed the caption to read, we are much happier than we appear in this photo. We just take being happy very seriously. It's a photo where like they're all looking seriously at the camera. So that caption change is also a little bit suspicious. Um, There's one thing that you might not know. There's also another little tidbit. Taylor Swift covered um, Riptide by Vance Joy in one of the BBC Radio 1 YouTube videos. And she starts smiling when she sings the line closest, which by the way, she doesn't change the pronouns, which I love. So it's still a song singing to a woman from a woman. And she starts smiling when she sings the lyric closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer that you've ever seen. And people have noticed that Carly has liked tweets before comparing her face and like how she looks to Michelle Pfeiffer. It's just like comparison images of how similar they look. And also on that Big Sur road trip, there's a picture of them hanging off of a big sign that says Pfeiffer Big Sur State Park. So Michelle Pfeiffer, people put that together. Now here's a little something too. This isn't 
related directly to Carly Kloss, but this is something that fans noticed. There was Jack Antonoff, who has been working with Taylor Swift, I think for the last like eight years or something. He works on like all of her albums now. He was being interviewed and I'm going to insert the clip, but he basically talks about how he likes working with gay women because they're not going to say certain things that straight women would. And he mentions Taylor Swift specifically in this and the interviewer picks up on it and asks, oh my God, is Taylor gay? And he goes, no. But it could have been something accidental. So just listen listen to what he says. There's a better chance that if I'm in the room working with a woman, that we're going to get along. And she's gonna, not going to say, like, this dude fucking gave it to me last night. Or, like, I just I just piled through, you know, <laughs> these four guys over the weekend. <laughs> You're not going to have that conversation with Taylor Swift? That No. <laughs> okay. I like women, and particularly <laughs> gay women. Yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is she gay? No, I, oh, but I was, but I work a lot with Sarah, she and Sarah. And oh, okay. so I was like, well, wait, do we have a breaking story here? Did you just tip it? Okay, now let's get back to the Carly Kloss specific uh, conspiracy theories. So after uh, it was announced that Carly Kloss was engaged to Josh Kushner, the day after that announcement, Taylor Swift was on her Reputation Stadium tour and she covered a song by Kaylee Kiyoko, who is a gay artist called Curious, the lyrics, this is a part of the lyrics, if you let him touch you, touch you, whatever, the way I used to, used to, do you take him to the pier in Santa Monica, forget to bring a jacket, wrap up in him because you wanted to, I'm just curious, is it serious? So I think that's an interesting song to cover after you find out that your friend or maybe girlfriend just got engaged. Some more lyrics that I want to talk about. I'm once again so sorry that this is all over the place. I really should have like organized this, but whatever maybe for the next one so another lyric off of the lover album there is the song daylight where taylor swift is singing about how the person she's in love with reminds her of daylight there's so many different references to taylor swift calling carly claus some form of daylight so here's a clip from the vogue best friends interview they did where taylor swift is describing which emoji would fit carly claus i know yours 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 is the sunshine Oh, like the, the sun. You. You're welcome. And then we also have two separate Instagram posts um, on Carly Kloss' 22nd birthday when Taylor Swift had an Instagram post captioned, Happy 22nd birthday to Carly Kloss, who is made out of 100% pure sunshine. And then we also had another birthday post where Taylor Swift said to Carly, Some of my best memories have been with this girl laughing in the kitchen. Happy birthday to the ray of light that is Carly Kloss. Now, in terms of other songs that people think might also be referencing Carly Kloss, the recent song Right Where You Left Me, a lot of people think that Taylor is singing this about Carly Kloss. There's some lyrics in there. For example, she says, Glass shattered on the white cloth. That could be referencing Carly getting married because that's a Jewish wedding tradition. Um, the lyric, you know, you left me no choice but to stay here forever. Some people think, is that saying that, like, Taylor was going to come out with Carly, but then Carly decided to marry Josh. So Taylor is literally no choice but to stay here forever, trapped in the closet. Then there's also the line, she's still 23 inside her fantasy. And that is the age that she was when her and Carly Kloss first met each other. Another thing that people find suspicious is um, the relationship between Joe and Taylor. Look, I'll say this for as crazy as I am, and I definitely think that Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss dated. I do think that her and Joe are together. I don't think she's been bearding with some guy for like five years. I think that they are together and it seems like a fantastic relationship. And once again, this is all like speculation. Who knows what? But people have pointed out 
that anytime um, on Instagram, this was back when the feature existed and you could see like which of your followers were liking which other people's posts. If Joe posted a photo, the Taylor Swift account liked it 28 seconds later. And if Taylor posted a photo, there's all these screenshots of the Joe Alwyn account liking it 21 seconds later, which sure, they could have been right next to each other. I don't know how anyone's finger is so physically quick to like it and they always happen to be right next to each other when they're posting photos what a crazy coincidence but a lot of people were saying could that point to this being a pr relationship because you know they post the picture and there's some sort of social account or manager that immediately likes it from that person's account also while i'm on like the joe conspiracy theory trains um there also is something suspicious that the day after the delicate music video came out Taylor Swift and Joe were paparazzi to hiking and Joe was wearing dark jeans and Nikes, which, you know, the lyric from the song, dark jeans and your Nikes, blah, 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 um, which I think was a very obvious PR move because who goes hiking in jeans? Who goes for a long hike in jeans? Anyway, moving on. Okay, I just noticed that I reached the over 20 minute mark. There's still a few random things like, for example, back when Taylor Swift was really active on Tumblr, I remember after the Kissgate incident incident happened. So that video of Taylor and Carly kissing wasn't posted until the next morning after the concert. But after the concert ended and later on that night, there's a feature on Tumblr where you can see what different users are liking, like which posts they're liking and favoriting. And after that concert, Taylor liked a bunch of pictures on Twitter, or sorry, on Tumblr of her and Carly together. And then after the video came out, she unliked those posts. So some people were thinking, you know, she went with Carly. They actually did kiss. She came home so excited, you know, had a crush on Carly, went on Tumblr and liked the pictures of them together because she was thinking about her. And then after the video came out, she deleted it. So anyway, there's just another one. So anyway, I could probably make another 20 minutes on this. And of course, like all of these things are just coincidences and things that you can kind of make a theory off of. And I don't want anyone to think that like, you know, I fully think this did or didn't happen. I will say, and I don't know how to say this without throwing anyone under the bus, but since I started this blind item TikTok account, I have met a lot of people in person and DM'd with a lot of people online. And the great thing about reading celebrity blind items is that people find a way to slide into the DMs and feel like they can talk to you about stuff. And I have heard from a fair number of people that Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss did date. Um, Take that however you want. You know, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But let's just say in my mind, it's basically confirmed now. So yeah, I think I'm going to wrap things up here. I could definitely talk more about this topic, but let me know if you're interested in these types of episodes, Um, if celebrity conspiracy theories are interesting to you, if you'd rather just the cold hard facts, if you'd rather some like opinion takes. I'm trying not to throw my opinion too much in here, although like what is a conspiracy theory if not a huge opinion. Um, But yeah, I would be happy to talk more about Taylor Swift or really any other celebrity conspiracy theory. So thank you for listening, anyone who made it this far, and I will see you for the next episode.